This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, April the 18th, 2016. Good morning and welcome, friends. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Monday morning, starting your week right here with us, delivering economics with attitudes. It's the Patriot Trading Group. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. And it's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 The lovely Wendy's here today to answer your phone calls, take your questions, walk you through your order. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can check out the news to disturb is comfortable. All this information, all of this daily dose of economics with attitude is brought to you by the CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquin. I'm Homer Lopez, and I am here to tell you thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And Joe, how are you on this Monday? Well, you know what? It's a double whammy Monday. Nobody likes Monday. And today you like it even less for those, uh, well, it's getting to be a smaller and smaller amount of us that have to pay Uncle Sam. You you uh, you got a reprieve on Friday. Normally, you know, tax day is on the 15th, but the Emancipation Day holiday had uh, given you a few extra days. And besides, there should almost be a law that says, you should never have taxes due on Friday anyway. That's just my opinion. So Either way, your weekend drew. Either way, it's Monday, which already stinks because we all had to get back to work. But on top of that, uh, you ended up having to write your check. If you haven't done it, you got to do it before the end of the day, before the, well, the penalties and all that kick in. But don't worry. Because the numbers are out. We're going to go through that today. Just how many people actually pay federal income tax? We're going to break down that number. It's another one of the numbers, though, that keep falling in line with the with the growing trend that we've been talking about and trying to get people to prepare for. You know, when you start looking at, you know, the the worst recovery in the history of the United States, which has been this recovery. No recovery's been worse. And, of course, that follows a pattern of recoveries. You know, obviously you have ups, you have downs, and we've had that throughout history. And the last, let's call it 20 years, all of these recoveries get a little weaker the pullbacks get a little stronger, and and you start thinking about uh, labor force participation rates over the last 20 years. You start thinking about the amount of people on food stamps over the last 20 years. You start thinking about the national debt over the last 20 years, and, and you see these patterns. And, and the funny thing is, is it's amazing how they want to turn a blind eye and be oblivious. Like, it's not happening. You know what? If we don't admit it, therefore, it must not be happening. But yet, when you look at the pattern, 
when you look at the data, it's so very clear. And you would think, and you would hope, that they would want to ensure that more Americans took the necessary the necessary steps to what they already know is going to happen. I mean, don't be fooled for one second that they actually already don't know what the outcome is going to be, because they do. And unfortunately, we live in a society today where, I don't know how it happened, but people apparently have decided that we don't want the, the country to really know. And, you know, we used to have journalism that would come out and, and, and investigate and uncover these things, and they would hold people accountable. And that seems to have all gone away. And now we just live in, in sensationalism and headlines. And, you know, this morning, I guess over the weekend, they had the big OPEC meeting. And for the last couple of months now, this has been the big rally. You know, remember crude oil was in the 20s. Gas was barely over a dollar. And all of the supply data is just, we, we've got too much, right? So the laws of supply and demand had taken effect. And, and they simply, with rumors and things of this nature, got rid of it because they were going to cut production. And today was the big day, well, I guess last night. And, of course, it didn't happen. There was never going to be any freeze in production from the Saudis or the Iranians. Matter of fact, the Iranians didn't even go to the meeting. But all of this stuff is manufactured and engineered to give the illusion of economic prosperity. There's another pattern. Since when does high oil prices mean good news for stocks and good news for America? When did that start happening? Matter of fact, it used to be a rising oil price. That's going to hurt the consumer. Have you seen gas, at least here in Arizona? I know it's different depending on the state you live in, but gasoline is over $2 a gallon again. Where's that bad news? How is that good news? But this is what's happened. They, all of these things they, that used to be bad for us, we now need to believe are good for us. Uh, jobs. Right, I've been telling you for a year how terrible the jobs really are. Yes, there's jobs out there, but they're not good ones. Matter of fact, just think about what we warned you about Obamacare. Right? Remember, hey, if you don't work 29 hours a week or more, they don't have to give you benefits. What did you think was going to happen? We now live in the part-time economy. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back right after the break. Double J in the love. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Talking about taxes, another one of these trends. 
when you look at the percentage of Americans that earn a paycheck actually paying federal income tax, the number now just, it's amazing. Even though you think about how much we quote-unquote recovered, and according to the, the latest numbers, an estimated 45.3% of every household in America. So you think about, you know, you, you go out your front door and you just take a look around. Right? See all the houses on your block. Right? Then you get in your car and you drive through your neighborhood and you get out, most of us get out onto some form of a freeway and we pass hundreds and thousands of homes and then we proceed to make our commute to work where we pass hundreds of thousands of homes or tens of thousands of homes. And as you sit there and you think about this and you're listening to my voice, I'm telling you that we are within a few percentage points of one out of every two houses you pass. Somebody pays zero. And we're, here's what we really know. A lot of the people that are paying zero are actually getting a check. <laughs> it's, a, it's a double whammy. Not only do they not pay, but hey, here's some money back for just, you know, being being a good citizen and not uh, not getting up and and, and uh, demanding better jobs and better pay. We'll, we'll keep you we'll keep you happy. We'll send you a little check and you just do your part. Keep your mouth shut. So 45.3 percent, or. 77.5 million, not people, households. So you think about that husband, wife, the kiddies, right? Maybe your mom or dad, or maybe it's mom and dad <laughs> and your 30-something-year-old son that will never leave. Pay no federal income tax, according to the data from last year. Roughly have pay no federal income tax because they have no taxable income. So think about that. Of the 77.5 million households, they say that half of them have no taxable income, and the other half get enough in tax breaks to erase their liability according to the Tax Policy Center. So here's a, here's a group, this is what they do. They look at all the tax returns. And we, think about this, we are years and years into this quote-unquote great economic recovery. And we can't, we're at the point where really one out of two Americans doesn't even make enough money to pay taxes. And we're sitting there trying to understand why it is that the economy's so bad. Well, or why it is that they keep telling us it's so great, right? I guess that's where I'm at. 
Why can't we just go back and say, let's see, over the last 20 years, what have we done? What happened? I mean, really, when you look, if you believe the number, the unemployment rate is about the same. Right? I mean, we're at four and change, allegedly. And actually, you know what? I know that, that the number is, is make-believe, but it was make-believe 20 years ago. And obviously we've had this horrible pattern in the labor force participation rate where somehow working-aged adults just decided they don't want to work anymore. I mean, that's what, I, that's what we got to believe because we don't count them. How about the Wall Street Journal, no, I'm sorry, the USA Today. They had a big article out in the money section of the USA Today saying Americans still don't see vibrant labor market. And they go on, and it's actually not even a very well-written article, in my opinion. But they talk about essentially the new American economy, which is predicated upon low-paying, part-time jobs. And, and so what happened? Did all of a sudden, overnight, all of the companies decided, let's hire people part-time? What happened to the full-time job? Where did that job go? And you would think this would be the logical discussion that would be going on. But it's not. Instead... They just want you to believe everything is wonderful. We've never been more educated. Are we we more educated today than 20 years ago? The answer is yes. Sure are. Unfortunately, most of the jobs pay less than they did 20 years ago. You see the trend? Let's see what, what else has happened. How about trade deficits? How about that number? Has that number been better or worse? The number is significantly worse. More money leaves the United States every single month today than it did 20 years ago. Because when they talk about trade deficits, that's really what they should talk about. How much money left the country this month? You'd feel differently about it, wouldn't you? When you realize, wait a minute, what? We let $500 billion a year leave this country through trade? you got to remember, they count everything. All these Chinese that come over and buy a house, right? That's in the trade numbers. And we still lose half a trillion dollars a year. They come out and they lie to us about the budget deficit, right? The news media, every single year, comes out and gives us a phony number. Nobody cares. Of course, look at the budget deficit. 20 years ago, it was about $4 trillion. Right, we're getting ready to break 20 
In all of that time, only twice they said the number's gone over a trillion, but yet we've racked up 15 trillion in 20 years. But if you believe the last three years, the number hasn't even been 600 billion. But there's a trend. You know, we used to have that saying, the trend is your friend. Right? Didn't they, though? I, just, I didn't make that up. I'm not smart enough to make up something like that, right? I, I don't, I've never. I, the trend is your friend. The trend is your friend. Okay. Hey, man. Right? Well, let me tell you what the trend is, really. See, they like to let you believe that two days is a trend. A week's a trend. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm giving you real trends, trends that last for decades. Trends with benefits. <laughs> yeah, trends without benefits. That's there. You, that's really what it is. It's trends without benefits. Just like the new American job. It's part time without benefits. And this is the trend that this country has been on for decades. It's a trend without benefit to the American worker. You know, when you think about, you know, last week we talked about the H-1B programs. And listen, there's so many programs. Some of them are justifiably necessary especially the, what we'll call the low-skilled ones, right? Because America's now turned into a country where we can have one out of every two households not pay any taxes. And half of those households will get a check back for not even working. It's one thing, hey, I worked, I was paying, but I made so little, you guys gave me some money back. It's a whole other thing to think about. I wasn't working at all. And I still got money back. Because we've decided we don't want to do those jobs. And so you got to what? Got to find the work somewhere. Why would I want to go bust my butt working a landscaping job for 10 or $12 an hour? It's hot outside. You see the temperature in Phoenix? getting ready to get real hot. <laughs> or I could just sit at home and get a check. I think I'll sit at home. But here's another trend, though. When you look at the visas, look how many more people are coming. What are they coming to do? They're coming to take your job. All the educated people out there, Wall Street companies don't want to pay you. They don't. They know they need the job done. If we can get a foreigner in here to do it, that's what we're going to do. And you sit there today, another great example. The one bank that passed the stress test, kind of, Citigroup. You know what they said today? Oh, boy, the things are starting to look really bad again. The upside potential for 2016 and 2017 
doesn't look so good. As a matter of fact, unfortunately, the negative potential will start looking, starting to look a whole lot more like that's going to happen instead. And they slashed all their GDP estimates, and and you would think, wow, that'd be bad for Wall Street. Wall Street's elated about that news. There's another trend. Bad news is good. Right? Because that means what? The Fed's not going to raise rates and we can keep doing what we've been doing. And 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 I sit there and I wonder what's what's really happening. You know what I look at 2001? Right? Remember the the Nasdaq bubble, I, and I remember it only because I was one of those guys. I mean, I was a, and I don't know why, but I I always was attracted to the the news channels and the stock channels, and I owned Cisco Systems and and uh, Lucent Technology, and I I didn't get into uh, you know KittyCat.com and that stuff, but. You know, I was one of the Kool-Aid drinkers. I matter of fact, I made the down payment on my house by selling my Cisco stock. And and it was the best thing that ever happened. And of course, Eric at the time was telling me, this isn't going to end well. And when you're in it, you never believe it. Right? You looked at the stock market and said, Wall Street says, party on. Must be okay. Then they did the same thing at the housing crisis, didn't they? Kind of feels like that again. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll free number 800 951 As we talk about trends. We talk about where it is that that we're heading into and what it is that we're facing as a nation. You know, you can sit there and you can look at it and and, and you can pretend that it doesn't exist. Think about Wall Street today. You know, Wall Street's right at its all-time high right now, the Dow. You know, S&P right, kind of right there. And you think about the crap that we're in. Interest rates are essentially right at, you know, right next to zero. The lowest in the history, right up until, what, the the six years of zero that we had ever, because things are that bad. We have negative rates throughout over half the world and yet they think the the Dow's at all time highs really? Do you really believe that? I mean that's, that's what we think is economic prosperity now and the realities are most of the quote-unquote industrialized uh, mature economies in the world all have the same problem which is 
by any means necessary, we are going to pretend that things aren't as bad as they are. And they do all of these things to try to, quote-unquote, stimulate, force people to buy things before they normally would, is really what their goal is. Well, if that person would have needed to wait another year or two to save up enough money to buy something, let's lower lending standards so they don't have to do that. Let's lower interest rates so they don't have to do that. Let's do this and let's do that so they don't have to do that. Essentially, what happens? Well, that person does it today instead of a year from now. Right? And the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And you push so much of this stuff forward that all of these recoveries now have a less and less impact because everyone's broke. I bought the car. I bought the house. I bought. I spent too much, right? I, I, I bought something I shouldn't have been able to buy. And then you look at Wall Street. Here's the trend. Profits are way down. Matter of fact, never in the history of the United States has they been keeping records. Have profits fallen for this long without it actually being a recession? But of course, with interest rates near zero, these companies borrow money to buy back their own stock to give the illusion of prosperity. And it all is made to make it appear that things are getting better. And here's the real story. Is we're slowly bleeding to death. The middle class is devastated. Do you know how many people make up the top one-tenth of one percent, the people that make the real big money? Do you know how many people? I mean, we're a nation that has over 320 million people. And the TV wants you to believe that hundreds of millions of us are millionaires. Not even close. The top one-tenth of one percent. Of course, they make like $9 million apiece. There's only 100,000 of them. That's it. If you would ask the average American out there, how many people make $10 million a year? They'd probably say, I don't know, a million, five million, ten million. It's 100,000 people. That's all there is. Then you start thinking about how many people don't pay any taxes? <laughs> how many households? 77.5 million households. 
don't pay anything because they don't make any money. Didn't used to be that way. And then you sit there and you talk about economic prosperity and somehow now we got to believe that GDP doesn't matter anymore. You know, it used to be, Eric used to t- tell us how it used to be gross national product, the GNP, and then they changed it to gross domestic product because we stopped making stuff. And and now we're sitting here and we're t- we act like it doesn't even matter. And all of these things that we used to believe apparently no longer matter. It doesn't matter that your savings accounts don't pay you any interest. Doesn't matter that we used to tell you when you get to retirement age, you buy CDs and bonds. Then you live off the interest, right? That's how the story went. Of course, very few people made enough money to actually do that, but that's irrelevant. Now that it doesn't pay anything, They act like it doesn't matter. They really used to say, you know, put it away, put it, and you'll live off the interest. Right? That's what they have said. I you know ever, it. or have I? I do. I know anybody that's ever lived off the interest. I don't actually know anyone that's lived. I don't. You just said but. that, and I'm like, you know, I've heard that <laughs> since I was a kid. Never heard of anybody living off and the I, interest. And people do. They're absolute, but they're so few and far between. And you sit there and you think about, now they're telling, oh, that doesn't matter. Right? Gold used to be the horrible investment because it didn't pay any interest. <laughs> and now here you sit, all these great quote-unquote investment vehicles that were going to lead us into economic prosperity have failed us. Wall Street's at an all-time high or right at it. And we can't even get GDP growth. What's wrong with that picture? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800 951 And I guess this is the, the pattern that we've seen from Wall Street right before things go go crashing down. You go back to the NASDAQ bubble and the collapse. Then we had the, the huge, I guess, housing bubble. You think about what they blamed it on. Alan Greenspan dropped rates to 1%, and he left them there for a whole 12 months. <laughs> you, know, you know, the other thing is... <laughs> we can't even get the 1%. I don't know if you saw this in the paper this weekend or saw it on the news this morning, but there's not even a window of restructuring. All sports chalet sports doors are closing down. I saw that. 
And not that, you know, here in Arizona there's a few stores, but apparently they're Canadian-based originally, and then they got bought out. And, I mean, the numbers, here's the thing, $56 million in debt. They haven't made a profit, I was reading, in the last three years. And, and I'll just Well, if you weren't big enough to buy back your own stock, if no one would give you the money because you already had too much debt, you, you failed. Sports Authority, Sports LA, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. And yeah, you, yeah, we're thriving in this country. And we're thriving. We're thriving. I, I, Isn't I, it great? Doesn't it feel great? And it, it, it's hitting, uh, I mean, what is it, Sports Authority before, now Sports LA? Let me tell you, if you're in the sports business, you might want to be looking over your shoulder. Well, there's only going to be one. I mean, that's how it works. You gobble it all up, you get rid of them, and then you buy from one place. What, what, what is the one, Dick's? Maybe Dick's, I guess, at least here in this town. But anyway, just another great example. You know, you think about all the retailers that have been shutting down. You think about all these malls that are gone. Well, they're not gone. The buildings are still there. Just nobody hit them. Well, they're great. They're utilized greatly by the seniors for walking. And and you start thinking about how can that be? When you really open your eyes and you look, we should be appalled. And yet they want to try to make believe that we all live in the Disney World economy. The economy of make-believe and magic. Right? It's the happiest place on earth. By the way, you can attend the happiest place on earth for $140 a person a day. <laughs> and, and here's the reality. As you look at what's really, truly happening, it's all getting ready to go again. Because they pump it up and it blows up, and they pump it up and it blows up, and they pump it up and it blows up. Because none of them have wanted to say, you know what, we need to take a step back. We need to allow for the corrections to take place. And instead, they pump it up and they pump it up. And every time they pump it up, 10, 15, 20 million more Americans seemingly become zombies. And now we're entering the newest cycle, the next 10-year cycle. Here's what's going to explode debt. The big debt bubble, it's coming, and it's going to come big. When you're talking about, hey, the national debt went up $15 trillion in 20 years. That's a fact. But now it's going to go up so much more in such a shorter period of time. And you sit there and you start thinking about these central banks and all the money that they've kind of made up. What do you think's really going on? See, they've written books about this stuff. They've done the study. The smartest academics in the history of the world all say the same thing. Eventually, you'll print so much of it, it's not worth anything. 
right? You think back to the Weimar Republic where you had to have a wheelbarrow full of money just to go to the grocery store, right? You get robbed, they dump the money out, take the wheelbarrow. <laughs> right? That's what's going to happen. Speaking of happen, this also happened this morning. Waste management. The trash collector? The trash collectors. They're outsourcing all of their customer service, bill collectors, all of that directly to India. There's 120 jobs here in Phoenix that are now leaving. And so, by the way, if you have that accent when they're calling you about collecting your garbage <laughs> or they're moving garbage day from Tuesday to, you know, Haji's going to be calling you and telling you that's going to a different day. Now, the only, the only thing I look at with businesses in that is are they going to start insourcing the garbage men from India? Right, that's going to be next. Is that next? Right, or they're going to create a robot. Which they kind of already have, right? The guy doesn't even get out of the truck anymore. Well, I, I, yeah, right. I mean, it's all it's all automated. You know, this guy pulls up, drives. He, there's one guy driving the truck. There used to be another great job. I mean, it wasn't glorious. It used to be a great mafia front. I but, know that. But, but you, you made decent money being the garbage man. Well, I did not know that. Yeah, it, they're they're outsourcing. This is waste management. It's an American company. Well, I'm sure they American didn't. Hey, listen, we just can't find enough people to do that job. Making phone calls. Well, let me just tell you something. There were already people in those jobs. Oh, they just oh, gave them oh, to somebody else. That. Oh, I'm sorry. How could I got that wrong? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Patriot Radio News Hour. Apparently, it doesn't matter if you still want to work. Apparently, that's no longer a requirement for the workers of the United States. As another company now, Waste Management, outsourcing all of its customer service uh, to India. But, hey, why not? Right? Just another one of those things. I, you know what? I wish that was in the trade data. How many jobs? used to be here and we know about the manufacturing jobs what about all these other ones now who's next maybe we can get hey why should anybody work in this country anymore right we don't need to work it's like what I, needs to work it's like i've said before though it's, it's, i find it funny do you think those, the mexicans and the uh, folks from india go well there we go again getting more <laughs> jobs from the americans <laughs> We're sick of these we're jobs. Sick of these jobs. All these jobs. Just these Americans. They don't want to do these jobs. Why we're lazy. They think we want to do. We don't want to do these jobs. We don't want these stinking jobs. Dow's up a hundred points. Uh, I'm, I, I. The only thing I can see is there was no production cuts in crude oil, which I, you would think would be bad, but maybe not. I don't know. And Citigroup saying things are so bad, the Federal Reserve maybe they're they're now cities now down to one rate hike, maybe in September, uh, may, and I guess that could be the only thing I could see. Uh, gold's unchanged, eleven or twelve twelve hundred thirty four dollars. Uh, silver almost unchanged, it's down six cents, sixteen dollars and twenty five cents. Uh, Friday we ran the twenty dollar gold pieces at at. 
and uh, I, I wanted to sell them all why I had them at that price. I still have 15 20s left. they got to go. And at $1,350, $115 over spot, that's how you want to buy them, especially when you're looking now. Uh, I don't know if you noticed today, actually all the prices in the, the old gold market all rose today, about 10 or $15 uh, as these premiums. Remember, the last few weeks, your premiums have been way down, and it never lasts, and it looks like uh, this is – kind of the end of it so if you're looking to pick up some some 20s today i've got 15 of them left at 1350 uh u.s silver eagles are at 405 dollars a roll if you buy a case or more we'll take them down to 400 dollars a roll at 800-951-0592 and don't forget the patriot preferred metals program if you haven't signed up for that uh get it done here it is the start this is april is the start of the second quarter uh, if you need more details on the program if you go out to allamericangold.com uh, click on the metals program button you can read all about it uh just a fantastic way uh to to, to put metals away Month after month, quarter after quarter, uh, 800-951-0592. We'll be back tomorrow. Everyone take care. Have a great Monday.